The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Y'all Gay. I'm Ever Maynard. And I'm Allie Clayton. And y'all are gay. So gay. So gay. Y'all, today we are talking about um, self-care, meditation, mm-hmm. Helping yourself get out of a depression rut or maybe just a Flir- moment. Flirting. Get it. Oh, we're going into flirting. We're going to give you examples of maybe how to break the news that, hey, it was nice meeting you, but it's just not it's for just me. It's just not for me. Um, some great examples of that. Um, great examples. We're going to talk about crack- Cracker Barrel yes, for a minute. Cracker Barrel at earrings and uh, pooping in public. Poop- <laughs> But not like in a bathroom. But not in a bathroom, no. (laughs) You'll see where. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we cover this, that, and the other thing. We hope you have a great day. As always, thank you for liking and subscribing and all of your comments. It really helps us out. Yes. If you have a friend that you think would really like this podcast, tell them about it. Send them a link. Yes, tell them about it. Send them a link. It doesn't hurt. Um, it doesn't hurt. My, my friend's husband I saw last week and he came up and gave me a hug and was like, I really appreciate like the stuff you talk about on the pod. Like it's so funny. Oh, shitting on a sidewalk. No, yeah. <laughs> You're so vulnerable. <laughs> no, he's talking more so about substance abuse. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like it just you don't realize like how many that, you know, it. Yeah, it we do good things. Um, we do great things. And I think that's great. Oh, I want to tell you listeners, my album recording is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Laughing Tap, September 9th. There's an early and a late show. And yeah, let's pack it out. Okay, listeners, all of those in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas area, mark your calendars far in advance for December 1st and 2nd. (laughs) Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. I've got four shows at the McKinney Comedy Arena, and I'll also be teaching a class. Nice. Yeah, nice. It's a bit in the future, but, you know. Oh, take what, and um, somebody what? give us a review. We haven't had one in a while, and you know I love them reviews. You know we love those reviews, and you know people are telling us to ask for reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, nobody told me to do that. <laughs> I just I'm being... Well, it's like we got to get we got to get the numbers up. up. We got to get our numbers up, y'all. They're like, get your numbers up, and I'm we're like, we're trying, we're trying man. <laughs> God damn, get off our freaking backs. Doing the best we can. Damn. Thank you, Neil, for everything. Thank you, Neil. We love you, Neil. You. We love you, Neil. Anyways, we hope you enjoy this podcast <laughs> as much as we had. Um, we enjoyed talking to each other. This <laughs> <laughs> is sent from my Bronco. <laughs> Sent from Siri voice today. <laughs> okay. Y'all stay gay. Okay. Stay gay. Enjoy it. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about. So let us ask you now. Y'all gay. Top of the morning, you're boiling some eggs. Top of the morning, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your morning uh, radio show. We're recording in the morning, obviously. My hair. Oh my gosh, my hair. I conditioned it last night, and okay, it looks shiny. Thank you. It's also flat. <laughs> I have very fine hair. I shouldn't be conditioning it. I should be. Oh really? I should be looking for the right. I'm just using whatever's here. Maybe you need a volumizing. Mm-hmm.
If I use volume eyes and I look like I stuck my finger in an electric socket. Ain't that the truth, girl? Ain't they Ain't the truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> it gets big, girl. It's it big, girl. I'm over here. I'm like, is that Allison Clayton coming down? <laughs> Honey, that's, is that? Oh my God, Allie conditioned. <laughs> hey, that's what I say every time you condition when I see you again. Hey, what do you say? Yeah, I try to act normal. <laughs> I know you could tell. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My niece was doing my hair last night. We went live. She <laughs> loves going live. <laughs> Spalding loves going live. And we went live and Spalding did my makeup and then was doing my hair. And she did a middle part. And last time I tried to do that, I felt like I looked like a pale-faced vampire. And um That's in right now. Yeah, but she showed me how to do it. And you do this this thing. I don't I don't really and you do this and it looked nice. Listeners, Allie just did like some weird wrist roll in front of her eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look like you Pan's Labyrinth doing that. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh so you're boiling some eggs. Yeah, I'm boiling just, some just... eggs, y'all. I keep forgetting to eat them. Mm, and they're he- they're happens. healthy. They are. I couldn't find any regular vinegar, so I used apple cider. <gasps> to boil your eggs in? A little bit. Put a little bit in. I didn't. A little bit of salt. Why, why you do that? Well, I don't know the I trick. Well, I just read that that helps to soften the shells. Well, look at that. I never knew. I got my, my little <laughs> bowl of ice cold water. That's, yeah, no, that's smart. Now, y'all, listen, we're breaking news. When you boil your eggs, now you, we've learned how to soften the shell. But, yes, always put them in ice water afterwards, and it's a lot easier mm-hmm. so, to get the shell I off. I just turned the, the stove off, the, the water off. Mm-hmm. And after this podcast, good. I'm going to let them sit in an ice bath. I'm going to go on a nice long walk. That's good, friend. Yeah. Got to get, you know, got to get out of the... You know, when you're you're feeling a little depressed, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. A little extra. Yeah. Gotta do a little extra. So I'm trying to get back into that morning routine mm-hmm. that reminds me of who I am. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, what you doing? Like journaling in the morning? I do like to journal. So I was kind of working a pretty hectic job. Yeah. And. Even though you don't really start work at nine, when you work at home, like I have, I only recently till the end figured out I could just turn off my phone notifications for Gmail, but you're bombarded. Even like 7am, you just see a bunch of emails and you're like, I better answer these. I got to answer these instead of taking time for yourself. So I didn't do that, but I like to meditate. I like to in my I journal, but I do like visualization and manifestation journaling, and then I write. Oh, well, explain that to us. What exactly? Well, how do you do that? I think a lot of people see it as like, you know, spiritual bullshit or that new age bullshit. But for yeah. me, it's sitting in a feeling of whether it's confidence. If I if I don't feel confident, I'll meditate on that word and kind of fake it until I start really believing it. Or joy. Then I sit and when I'm in this manifestation or visualization, there are two different things. Visualization is like, you know, kind of what athletes do. Michael Jordan talks about it, like seeing the shot before you make it, seeing the performance, seeing the win. Um, I like that. So with that in any larger show, any showcase, I visualize my set and it's more than you can apply this to any aspect. It It's more than like the crowd goes wild. I'll visualize the feeling when I touch the mic, you got to tap into the feeling, the feeling when I mm-hmm. touch into the mic, the feeling, how my feet feel on the stage, the way I want the audience to react. 
the yeah. way I need them to react, where I'll be at. Like, I'll feel that set in my body. Yeah. And I'll see people already loving it so that when I do hit the stage, I've already set myself up for success. Yes. And y'all can do that too. You got a big meeting? Visualize how you want to, like, it's not just like, I see it. It's a feeling. You tap into a feeling of confidence, of success, of joy, of giving yourself back that power and worth. And with manifestation, you would, I would then call in producers, executive producers, creative execs, development execs, casting directors to come see me. I'll visualize those meetings. I'll visualize pitch meetings. I'll visualize and call in, you know, people that I want to work with. I'll visualize the house I buy. I'll visualize yeah. like having a wife and, you know, waking up and like having like a big um, primary suite that's got a back, like it's on the second story and there's oh. a beautiful view and two French doors that will open that you can look out while you're in bed and then when it's hardwood floors, when you get to the okay. balcony of the second floor, it's like uh, Spanish tile, really nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact word, but I can see it. And it just walks down and there's a nice pool. It's heated. It's surrounded Ooh. by nature. Yes. So. I do this thing when I do yoga where like I choose a word at the beginning mm -hmm. of yoga to like focus on. That works too. Like, yeah, like being kind to myself because sometimes, you know, it's hard when you're in those classes not to look around and be like, oh, I'm not doing as good as that person mm -hmm. and things like that. And remember, like, this is my own practice and it's hard. I should be proud of myself just for getting there. And it's really yeah. hard to have grace for yourself. It is, man. Like I took a workout class yesterday. And I really wanted, I didn't know what to expect. So I said, I'm going to be curious. I always get shy. I don't know how you feel about group yoga. I get shy in classes. I do. I like to do the ones that um, are like candlelit or there's one Romantic. called Y7 yes, Y in New York. And I love their classes. They're all just like, you can you can barely see in front of you. And I'm just like, and they, they call out the instructions and stuff. Um, and I love that because I just don't feel self-conscious. That's wonderful. Thank you. I did this strength training class and it was a guest instructor. It was only 30 minutes and I thought it was going to be like rough. And it wasn't as challenging as I thought it would be. And because you're so strong, I was just kind of frustrated. But I've also been frustrated with my body because a lot of my muscle mass has gone away. And I'm having to rebuild that. So yeah. I don't know, I had to have grace with myself doing chest presses. Well, I'm, I'm starting from the bottom with the muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> but I can do it. You can do it. do it. You're flexible. I'm not flexible. I am flexible. That's strong. Ladies. Um, so yeah. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to get my mind right, if not right, better. I'm going to get my yes. heart better. Good. And I just started, you know, I'm unemployed. That's why I'm, you know, that's really one of the catalysts of why I started Dyke Stitch. Yeah. Is, and you're killing yeah, it. It's been with, really you're fun. You're killing it. Well, it's been fun because I started making this for myself with my Butch Dyke shirt. And everyone was like, mm -hmm. oh, you should do that. And I was like, no. And then Candy was like, can you make me a hat? And I was like, okay. And then everybody was like, you should do this. And I just feel empowered. And it feels Good. exciting to... I love the new one that's like, it almost looks like 3D or something. Yeah, I've been working on yeah, that different... Um, embroidery techniques and it feels great to be like yeah I'm, I'm like wearing dyke with pride you know i know we talked about that in rural areas yeah and i'm excited yeah. um to start i got one that i'm working on that's like for me and then i'll make it for others but it's a butch dyke hat on camo and oh. it's got 3d butch in bright orange 
And then nice. it's going to look like it's coming on top of just a little bit layered on dyke. Okay. So dyke is at the very bottom. So it's giving it Love that it. Like, 3D effect. And dyke is in white. And then I'll do a gold trim on both. Okay. But, I love that. But yeah, now that I'm unemployed, I'm like, instead of spiraling or planting myself in front of a television and being like, I'm doing research, I started planning out my hours. So I know that we'll do this for an hour, take yeah. a 30 minute walk. And then I started writing at the library. I love that. And I have a library right at the end of my block. And I think I might start trying to do some writing at the library. It's free because I was like, I cannot spend money on a $5 cup of coffee. Like, I feel like an old curmudgeon. Uh, I'm like, why is coffee 5 to $7? It's just a drip. It's a good drip. It's a good drip. But adding tip, that's $9. Mm -mm. I'm like, I can't do this. Mm -mm. And then I was like, where can I work? The library. Library. Library's got a lot of services too. Allie, it was so nice. Oh. It was quiet. Yeah, I go there to print stuff and yeah. Is it free? Like or is library. it like five cents a page? No, it's like five cents a page, something like that. You could you have your library card and you um have an account and you put money on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's it's a lot of the libraries are so beautiful inside. And like when I walk in a library, I just feel so that's how I feel. Oh, my, oh right. right. I feel smarter like, in the library. Evening, good day, academics. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, meanwhile, there's a man like jerking it on a public computer. Yeah. <laughs> there's a teenager looking at porn. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, academics. Hello, esteemed colleagues. Just doing a bit of research. <laughs> but is that smell of books? And I love the smell of books. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I found one in Altadena and it's like mid-century, like from the 50s or mm. 60s. So the architecture is really pretty and the lights are really pretty. And I'm like, this is nice. Now, I will say that library on the end of my block, it does have the books mail, but it is not um, pretty. But um, the Brooklyn Library, which is only like two train stops away is very beautiful i mean it feels great to write at a library or to do any kind of work because it gets you out of your regular habitat mm -hmm. you know with this creativity class you know it talks i help people it, it's been so refreshing for me too to tap into it we all need help yeah you know how, like, my movie is named Titters, uh -huh. and I was also going to name my album Titters, which I think I'm not. I think I'm going to change the album name. Okay. And, you know, I Big made that Big old titties video. in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's supposed to be British. <laughs> <laughs> Give me whiplash with them titties. <laughs> when you hit me in the face with them. Um... But yeah, I made that, I was making that joke about finding my first stretch mark and saying, do I have a chubby depression cooter? And my manager immediately texted me and was like, chubby depression cooter, that might be the name. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already thinking up some great ideas. <laughs> Listeners, let us know. What no. do you think? Chubby depression no. cooter? <laughs> Why not? Ellie. It's funny. <laughs> it's a comedy album. It's funny. It's funny. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I was already thinking about what I could do for the thing that I could have a bunch of my antidepressant pill bottles around me and it could either be like a doctor's prescription pad that says chubby depression cooter or I can have a cookie cake that says it on there. Oh, that's funny. I was a little right? nervous that you were going to be like, spread open and the pills are gonna be like distastefully blocking i don't show my face it's just a huge camel toe with pills falling out of it you're on different radio shows promoting the tour so yeah uh the album cover i think that's great friend that's Thank so you, friend. funny 
I talked to my manager very- too yesterday. Oh yeah. I said, can I shave my head or do I have to wait for the strike to be over and I can film that thing? <laughs> what did he, he say? He said, you can film. I mean, you can sh- shave it. Nice. He said, I don't think the hair affects the character they cast you for you. And I said, great. Okay. S- September great. 11th. I got that shave in. I can't wait. You got appointment? Yeah, because my lady, um, she does really good like shag cuts. She can be a great kind of shag. Mm-hmm. I just feel too, I've been talking about it, feel too effeminate. Okay. And it feels like I look like a mom from Connecticut when I see myself. No shame to moms from Connecticut, but I'm like, this ain't me, man. Yeah. I need my butch back. I don't, I don't feel like that when I look at you, just so you know. Just so you know, I don't feel like that when I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I actually do give give out a little PTA mom vibes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited for it. It's been interesting having longer hair. Yeah, but I just, I just can't. you know you're not gonna do any pigtails or anything. I know. <laughs> it would be kind of fun, but no, my hairstylist <laughs> bought a house in the desert, so she's only back in the city two times a month. Whoa, good so for So you her. got a pre-book. Yeah. So I'm like, let's shave it. Let's sh- I forgot to, I forgot tell, to tell you tell this. Me. Just happened last night. The hurricane? No, the hurricane didn't end up coming. It it went a different direction. Thank goodness. <laughs> and that sounds like a pitch meeting. So we ended up going in a different direction. <laughs> 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 it's triggering SNL for me. <laughs> It's just about that time. <laughs> right? Um, oh, so my aunt texted me last night and was like, do you want to be set up? And I was like, I mean, I ain't got nothing going on. Sure, why not? And the girl lives in New York and writes for Fallon. Your aunt knows this girl? Yeah, my aunt, my aunt Teresa, it's actually my mama's cousin, so it's my second cousin. But y'all call her your aunt. Yeah. If you're not um, from the South, maybe you don't get it. Just get it. Everybody's an aunt and uncle. Everybody. Yeah. Daddy's best uh friend. That's that's Uncle Uncle Bob. (laughs) But um, showed me pictures. She's cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently she just bought a house on Long Island. Fuck her. I I mean, that's great. Yeah, I'm no, like, that's I don't know that I really want to be great. Congrats. going to Long Island all the time, but I'm like, you got house money. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to be interested in me because I ain't got no how money. Does, how does your Aunt Teresa know her? My Aunt Teresa lived in Long Island for a really long time with her husband and um, grew up. Well, not Aunt Teresa, but Aunt Teresa's kids grew up mm. with this girl. And I mean, was like they were like neighbors. She might have a house in New, on Long Island, but she might also live in the city. Yeah, maybe she has both. Yeah, fancy some food people food. do that. That's wild. So have y'all met? No, I don't even know if she's interested yet. My aunt Teresa was like, "I just wanted to check with you first, and that she's going to keep me updated." So I'll keep y'all updated. There may not be an update, but there might there be, might be an a update. weekend update. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what's your opening line? Because you're getting better at flirting. (laughs) (laughs) Should we tell them? I don't think we should tell the specifics, but y'all, is this Allie? Okay, what did you say? Okay. I mean, she's going to know that We don't have to talk about it. I honestly don't mind. You know what? I think she's pretty. I know it's not going to go anywhere because we live very far apart, but I was trying to flirt a little bit and just, you know, get, get, you get gotta the flirt get, on a little. You got to get back in that flirt zone. You know? I'm trying to get back in that flirt zone. There is this girl that came to a show and bought some merch and my cousin was talking to her and my co- met a, a couple of my family members met her and like they just kept mentioning how cute she is and don't you think she's cute Allie 
And I, th- I think they love that she lives in North Carolina because they're like, oh, you'd be here a lot. But um, yeah, so she messaged me and just saying like about the show and stuff and that it was cool to meet my family. And I said, <laughs> it was great to meet you. My family couldn't stop talking about how beautiful you are. And I agree. My cousin is ready to plan our wedding. <laughs> I thought that was a good flirt. And I read that to Ever yesterday. You, never, Ever you didn't died. say my cousin is ready to plan our wedding. I did say that. Maybe I was laughing too hard at my family thinks you're beautiful. <laughs> and I agree. And I agree. Dear Hortense. <laughs> It seems like I'm in like the eight like 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Te- teach me some tips. You I thought I was your flirting. opening line is my fam, my cousin. <laughs> don't bring family into flirt. Not yet. Okay. My cousin's okay. ready to plan our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm on the stagecoach trail, dear Hortense. I'm on the stagecoach trail. <laughs> My family loved meeting you. They said you're beautiful, and I agree. <laughs> My cousin's getting ready to plan our wedding. Show up May 15th. <laughs> Bring your family if you want. Either way. <laughs> it's cute, Allie. That's cute. That's cute. Trying. You are trying. That's, trying. A, that's a big step. Marriage is a huge step. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, listen, that's my cousin. I, I no, I'm not, I ain't there. Um, maybe someday. <laughs> I know that I agree was, it was pretty funny. I'm laughing at, I was, and, I'm laughing at reading a text being like, my cousin's ready to plan her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> About, hold on, that was, that was too quiet. Oh. My cousin's ready to plan our wedding. We only met <laughs> once. <laughs> LOL heart. <laughs> and I swear that's not me. I'm not, know, I'm not I like know, a stage five clinger or anything. You're just getting ready to I'm flirt still... and it's funny. It's cute. Yeah, man. Even my flirting's funny. I don't, I don't know how to not be goofy. I'm just a goofy Gus. That's who I am. I mean, that's great, Allie. Thank you. Because you're getting ready to go to Chicago. You can flirt there. Okay. That'll be really fun. Yeah. yeah. Set set those hinge settings to Chicago. Oh, oh my God. I don't know if I'm ready for that now. Okay. Why? Because if you're if you don't live somewhere and you're just somewhere going on a date doesn't that make it seem like no. you just you just want to fuck that's what you want to do i do you're uh, not there yet i don't i'm just this this, this sobriety thing of it yeah. makes me so yeah. nervous i get it i get it would you then be interested on going on a date for practice mm-hmm. it's safe practice date you know like you don't you can be up front. Hey, I'm in town for a little bit. Just trying to get. I come I come to Chicago a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. just looking for somebody to get dinner or go on a walk with. And then maybe there yeah. will be an attraction and you get a little kiss. Maybe you're not there yet. <gasps> oh my but, God, a kiss. You know, once you, it will help. Maybe it will help. I'm curious. Well, I think it's a really good sign that, like, before when I would even think about something like that, it would make me sad. Mm -hmm. And now I feel, like, a little bit of excitement. I think that's a great sign. I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I know both of those feelings. So, I'm excited Mm -hmm. for you. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I, I think I have Hinge and I have her. I can't get on Hinge anymore. I know you got kicked off. I still don't know what it, not that I need it. <laughs> you know, obviously you I'm in a relationship, but I still wonder why. What did am I off hinge? I'm unhinged. I think you're unhinged. And I think it's because you 
made account and deleted it and made diff- accounts and deleted them so I got many so times. nervous and then sad. It made me sad. I was like, it made me feel undesired. Know, and I was like, this doesn't feel good. Well, I mean, I also didn't want to pay to see who liked me or who looked at my profile. Yeah, right? I don't want to pay to see that. Y'all can just And I accidentally did pay for that failed and then everybody was it was for swingers. Yeah, it's for sex stuff. It was definitely for sex things. And remember, I started talking to that fifty-year-old woman, and I said, "I messaged you. I called, and I was like, 53's not too old, is it?'" You were like, "I'd hate for her to break it up." <laughs> no offense to our fifty-plus listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but good for this woman for still having a libido. Yeah. But also it makes me nervous because, like, what if I go on a date mm-hmm. and go on? the person real likes me, but I don't feel the same way back? Oh. It makes me very uncomfortable at the idea of hurting someone's feelings. This is, can I, let me see if I can find one. But. Oh, one that you did? Yeah, because it's okay to feel that way. And everybody feels yeah. that way. You know, and sometimes, you know, like we've all had that experience. I will give myself two chances. I'll go on two dates. Okay. So go. So give it two chances. Okay. Because the first date, you know, could be jittery. It could, you're getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. Be, try to be as curious and open minded as you can for a second date and see. And sometimes after the first date, you just kind of know. Um, so I, I will always say, like, hey, it was so great meeting you and getting to know you i had such a nice time i don't really hang on you say you're you don't say like the vibe isn't right you can just say um i just want to be honest i didn't really feel a connection with you um romantically mm -hmm. but i think you're great and i hope you're well and yeah you can say something and at first i was really nervous on typing these things and then you know, people will respond like, oh, my God, thank you for your honesty. Like, it was so great meeting you as well. I appreciate you letting hmm. me know because so many people ghost. Yeah, I don't want to be a ghost. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a ghost. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Okay. I'll practice. Hey, Tammy, it was so great meeting you. I had a, a lovely time. But um, I just didn't, you know, feel a romantic connection. But I think you are just awesome. And um, I hope you have a wonderful life. <laughs> no, you don't got to say that. Um. Okay. Hey, Shauna. So um, it was great going on a date with you. I felt immediate physical attraction. No. But... Okay. That one was a little bit of a joke. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's do some jokey ones. Hey. Two Ys or three? Yeah, um, three Ys. Hey. Hey. What time is it? 8 (laughs) a.m.? Yes. Mm -hmm. More like like 7.30. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Wanted to make sure I said, hey, before you get your coffee, because I figured this would really wake you up. I had a great date with you, and I am very physically attracted to you. Um, But I just don't know that it's going to work, because when um, I noticed that you wear flip-flops on city in streets. In the city? In the city, and... I think there could be a connection, but that's just something I can't get past. I hope you have a wonderful life (laughs) and get get some new shoes. (laughs) Hey. Okay, your turn. Hey. So I've been thinking about you all night. Good morning. Last night was so incredible. I really enjoyed meeting you. And it was so fun laughing with you. 
but you smoke in your car. (laughs) 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 And I can't do that. I cannot allow myself to go down that path. And I know that there is someone out there for you who also enjoys smoking in their car. (laughs) Be Uh, well. Me in my 20s. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to end everything with a be well. That's good. Be well, yeah. Be well. Okay, this is for- May the universe hold you. Hey, Shira. So last night was great. Um, I agree with you that the food at that restaurant was not delish, but the, what we ate when we got home was so good. But I noticed that you're more into BDSM type things. And when you bit my clit, I didn't feel safe. Allie! (laughs) (laughs) When you bit my clit, I didn't feel safe. So I just don't think it's going to work. I really hope that you can find s- someone that's in um, to your punching and biting. Ha- have a nice life. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I'm so glad we finally had the opportunity to meet. I'd been hearing about you through friends of friends for so long. It was so delightful getting ice cream, and I'm so sorry that Foster Freeze really hurt your stomach that way. I didn't plan (laughs) on it, and I wouldn't have have taken you there had I known. (laughs) Regardless, I still think last night was so fun. However, I noticed that you chewed your hamburger with your mouth open Mm. and you barely used a napkin. It just seemed rather sloppy. And when you tried to kiss me, you still had a bit of fleck of meat in your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) It made me feel disrespected. I hope you're well. And I hope too that when we see each other again, this is me speaking out loud in the Bronco voice to text. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to. I hope it. <laughs> uh, I hope that when we see each other at mutual acquaintances house, we can still be cordial and friendly. But I do hope that you think twice about flossing and that you should floss. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Siri? <laughs> all of my Bronco text end with Siri. Siri, say this. <laughs> That's not a good one, but that was a nasty date on both of our Oh, ends. my God. Yes. Rough. Oof. That's rough. I'm trying to think of what is like one of the. I've been figuring out how to tell you this. Okay. I know that we had planned a second date to mm. do a canal walk in Venice. As romantic as that sounds, it's an hour and 15 minute drive from where I live. And I don't want to keep doing that to see you. (laughs) Meeting in the middle is too annoying. Weekends at your house or weekends at my house, it's not for me. Just knowing that I will have to drive an hour and 15 to an hour and a half maybe closer to two hours on the weekend, is too annoying and frustrating for me. (laughs) While I'm glad that we can meet in the middle or on our first date, I don't foresee us meeting in the middle on future dates. I don't want to have to come to your house on a Thursday, wait until traffic subsides Friday afternoon or mid-morning to get home. It's just not worth it to me, and gas is really expensive. Maybe I'll see you around when I'm on your side of town. Be well. Mine are not as good. Yes, it is. I'm not meeting. Hour and 15 minutes? Yeah, that's too much. It's too much. Oh, we live in LA, but you live on the other side of LA? Yeah. It's different. You're on public. you, You got a nice train system. 
But it can still take a really long time. Yeah. That's why I hop in the minivan, man. Beep, beep. Yep. You gotta hop in that minivan. It was fun driving that thing. It drives really well. It drives really well. It really does. I had a blast. Parallel parking that thing is fun. Hey, Nicole. Last night was a lot of fun. But to be honest, when you got in the car, when I picked you up and said, where'd you get this piece of shit? It really... (laughs) (laughs) Rubbed me the wrong way. I loved how you rubbed me later, but as far as I bet I felt very judged as far as my financial situation and my car. I think we should all be grateful for all things we have. And when you saw my car later on and said, oh, it looks even more fucked up from the outside. (laughs) I I just don't think that we're a match. Wish you well, and I hope that you get to go to SeaWorld one day. It seemed like you talked about that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She sucks on so many levels. (laughs) Dude, I had a, I don't know what kind of dream. It was like a waking dream. Mm. It was very disturbing. But I dreamed, I dreamt that the Bronco got stolen. (gasps) And like, I went to go pick it up in the morning and it wasn't there. And suddenly my friend Edwin was there and we tracked it down. Okay. We saw it drive. I called the cops. Then I stole it back. Nice. And then some fucker, the guy who stole it, fucked with the the radio system. Hmm. And anytime I tried to change it back to my settings, the Bronco would shut off. Oh man. And he installed a CD player. Then, all of a sudden, that we were at my grandma's house, which was my house, and the two people that stole the car were there, and they were like teenagers, and I beat the shit out of them, <laughs> and it didn't feel good. <laughs> I mean, beat the shit. Okay. Oh, out of these kids, and I was so like frustrated, and it just didn't. And I'm like, oh, this is how I'm feeling about the world right now. Mm. No matter how much I beat it, I'm still frustrated. Yeah. But also I was like, damn, I didn't have to beat these kids up. And then I was like, well, they did steal my car. Did I tell you about the child that I like glared down like I was going to kill her in Sephora? A 13-year-old? What a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not. I was with my niece in Sephora and... Spalding looks over and goes, oh, that girl goes to my school. She always calls. I do need to let the listeners know that these teenagers were about 17, 18, maybe 19. They weren't little teenagers. They were almost adult men. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Sorry. I just wanted everybody to know that. Mm -hmm. And that it was a dream and did not really happen. It was a dream. And I didn't feel good about it. But what I'm about to tell you really happened. Okay. So you're in Sephora. mm -hmm. And and Spalding. Spalding, my niece, goes, that girl goes to my school. And I was like, oh, is she your friend? She goes, no, she always calls me a whore in the bathroom. What? And I was so mad. And I'm like, like, looking, like, death staring this child and make eye contact with her. Like, like, I dare you. And um, I go, and then the girl kind of, like, looks like, what? Like, kind of. Like, is that me? And like, is like looking scared. And I said, I said, Spalding, she's in your grade. She's really tall. And Spalding goes, oh, no, not her. That girl. (laughs) (laughs) Totally different child. (laughs) Probably never want to go back to Sephora. (laughs) Damn, Allie. (laughs) Sorry, I'm protective. You are protective. And that was a nice thing you did. I bought my niece some earrings at Cracker Barrel this morning. What? (laughs) Redneck. (laughs) Gay Southern icon earrings at the Cracker Barrel Barrel gift shop. (laughs) That really is a gay Southern icon. I Um, think we got a Cracker Barrel in Temple. We never go to it. I forgot about Cracker Barrels. Oh, it is so good. Their chicken fried chicken. 
Mm, damn. This morning I had biscuits and gravy. Y'all were like, let's load up. We're going yeah. to Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Spalding um, had, because of the hurricane, had delayed, like, two-hour delay this morning. So I was like, okay, well, we can go to breakfast, and then I'll take you to school. Just like, let's go to Cracker Barrel. So you we know went- she's at school right now being like, my aunt bought me these earrings at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I've been wanting these for a long time, and every time Cracker I- Barrels? She's been wanting these Cracker Barrel earrings <laughs> for a long time, What do they look said. like? They're pearls. Well, probably not real, but they ain't got that at like a Macy's out there. I'm sure they do, but we weren't at Macy's. It's a Cracker Barrel exclusive. And I'm leaving today and Allie always typically says yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how often does your family go to the Cracker Barrel? Um, I mean, I've been to the Cracker Barrel a lot in my life. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been like three times. Okay, like I can't count how many times I've been. Are they known for their biscuits or is that Long John's? Excellent biscuits at Cracker Barrel. Mm, okay. So soft, but a little crispy mm-hmm. on the outside, you know, extra buttery. Ugh, delish. Mm-hmm. And our waitress had five stars. And if y'all don't know about the star system at Cracker Barrel, let me tell you, because I've asked before. So, Do you see some with less than five stars? Oh, there are some with no stars, some with like one star. So like there's tests you have to take and like and like the people that work there the longest, the more stars you get. And then for each star, you have to take some kind of Cracker Barrel test. And so when you get a waitress with five stars, you know the service is going to be bomb. Damn. And it was. She killed it. I said, "Mm, I get why she has five stars. Damn. But there are times where I've been sat down and my person only has one star. And I, I'll be honest, I feel a little bummed. <laughs> well, you know, maybe they just have like, you got to You got to start somewhere, though. You got to start somewhere. That reminds me of, I wonder if that's just to placate the workers. Because when I worked at Starbucks, um, I really wish I would have taken a manager job, man. Made that mm. money. Gotten mm. the fuck out of there. Um, they did these things called, well, it was like a... Um, pen you could get oh i forgot what the fuck it was called like a green cup or the green pen the siren you got different pens for different things okay they did give everybody like a promotional pen but then if you became a coffee master you got a a a specific apron a black apron and different pens and then when you um when i worked there like there would be like worker of the month or barista of the month. Mm-hmm. But the pins were just in a Tupperware in my manager's desk and we just took them. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wore them. This is so disgusting. When I worked at that Starbucks, like oh. we would rarely wash our aprons. I would remember to take mine home and yeah. wash them um, or like just keep them in my bag. And I'd be like, Ooh, all right, still good for a couple more days. <laughs> but in the back on the coat racks, at any time would be like 10 to 35 crusty ass aprons. Oh man. Nasty, milk splattered. And if you forgot, you just wore it. It was disgusting. And sometimes we would put them in the three compartment sink, wash, rinse, sanitize, then put them in the dishwasher and hang dry. (laughs) And that's how we all, and we would, if it was damp, we'd be like, well, still cleaner than nothing. When, I was at the village. If mm-hmm. you if it was called disrespecting the washer, if you left things in your pockets accidentally, like even just like a little piece of paper, they would go and check the washing machine after it washes and be like, oh, you disrespected the washer. You got washboards. And so the next week you would have to wash all your stuff on the what washboards. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. It's all very fucked up. Um, and, oh, man, I know in wintertime when I got washboards, my clothes – were still stinky and not clean. And they were stinky because we did a lot of manual labor and only got to go to school three days a week. But how much <laughs> labor did that can't, did they just have you dig random holes? Do you want to talk about this or is oh, it? Oh, sure. Much? No. Um, we would build like trenches on the paths because we walked down these paths through the woods and then we would have to cut the logs. And but why carry- are you building trenches for the water? No, it's for, so it would be, or like a, a, 
divot in there to put the logs down in to make the path so like stuff doesn't grow into the path oh we had to God. do that i had to cross cut wood i do remember you telling me that had to maul wood um had to do the thing where you make kindling mm-hmm. then i mean we would have to carry a lot of stuff and then there was things like if you got in trouble for god who knows what that you like maybe you were in a consequence group and somebody says i'm confronting you for this if you tried to argue back and say i didn't do that then they'd be like okay that if you can't accept your um if you can't take responsibility you're just going to carry sandbags for a week and you would just have to carry around huge bags of sand it sounds like they're training you for survivor (laughs) (laughs) not i know that's i know i'm not trying to downplay your trauma but what the fuck and sometimes you get wheelbarrow and you just had to push a wheelbarrow around everywhere. Everywhere you went, you had to push a wheelbarrow around. These people suck. Yeah, they really do Are suck. Are they in jail? Should be. Do you remember any of their names? Miss Blankenship. Fuck you, Miss Blankenship. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I was kind of in love with Miss Blankenship, but I didn't realize it at I didn't realize that that's what it was, but she had humongous titters. And our and she was mean and she treated me like shit and I loved her. <laughs> Seems like you might like BDSM. No, I don't. I just I don't know. I think it's just like that was the only Dang. Like these, yeah, there was, that was like the only like figure I had that was oh my God. like a parental type figure. These people should be ashamed of themselves. They are. And I told you, I did talk to that one, one of my older um, staff, the one that like I always knew, like really cared about me, did do some of the fucked up things, um, but quit there and admit. And like when we talked, like apologized to me for some, some things and good. Um, they need to be doing a lot more than that. Said, you know, nobody should go there. It should be closed down. And What's like, it called? Peninsula Village. But That's now right. I you think talk about that. I think it's just called. It might be called Peninsula or just the Village or something. They tried to like change it up because there's so. If you look up Peninsula Village online, there's just so many horror stories of mm-hmm. things that happen there. And a lot of people do that. I started for this um, feature I'm working on. I started looking up gay conversion camps Mm. and just like, it's so fucking sad. Even like, it's just so fucking sad. Yeah, it is. But they all changed the names or they have hidden names. Mm. Like, um, there was one for like men that was so manipulative and Mm. unfortunately religious based. Yeah, of course. Um, but, man, fuck that. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Thank you, friend. I'm sorry I made that survivor joke. Oh, that's okay. Okay. I, I mean, that. honestly, when I was 15, when I got out of there, I probably could have done decent. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done decent. I'm going to tell you something. I could have done decent. Now? No, not so no, much. No, 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 People no. People are like, survivor, when I see it, I'm like, wow, these feats. I can't pee. I have a hard time peeing outside. Oh, I, I pee right great. Mood. I pee great outside. Oh, not me. Oh, I had to pull no. over and pee in a parking lot the other night. Couldn't hold it. Gas station I, won't open. <laughs> I, I, I got I to be like certain. Yeah, like I said, one time though, I was on a walk in my neighborhood yeah. with a friend, my old neighborhood. <laughs> this is disgusting. When I lived in Glendale. And it was like, we would do like a mile and a half loop. Mm-hmm. And I lived near Forest Lawn Cemetery. And there was this big field in between houses. And all of a sudden, this is so disgusting. I don't know if I've ever told you this. My stomach was growling Uh-oh. and grumbling. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like holding it. I was holding it. I was holding it. And it was getting to a point that I couldn't anymore. And I said, I need to do something. And this is the most vulnerable I've ever been with the human. (laughs) Can you please keep a lookout 
I need to take shit. So in this residential neighborhood, it's, <laughs> it's house, vacant lot, house. Okay. I kind of go in the back of the vacant lot near the yeah. cemetery fence. I have Diarrhea. Explosive. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> Just out in public and there was no like privacy fence oh, on these no. backyards so somebody just saw my i felt like melissa oh, mccarthy wow. bridesmaids. okay that's intense that's in yes or Kristen wig when Kristen's like it's coming it's coming and just takes a shit in yeah. traffic i um one time in college was so hungover and we were driving and like on a part of the highway where like there just was no bathrooms in sight and I was like, y'all have to pull mm-hmm. over, you have to pull over. And I tried to tell my friends I just had to pee. But then one of them, nobody else had to pee. But then one of them decided they did have to pee and got out and was like, Allie, that's a huge turd. And I was like, um, yeah, I had to do a little more than pee. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> well... Dear Ashley, meeting you last night sure was interesting. (laughs) I was having a great time until I was driving you home and you said, pull over, I have to pee. There was a CVS half a block away, but you demanded that I let you out so you could take a (laughs) massive shit on a sidewalk. (laughs) I thought about ghosting you and then I thought maybe you think this is normal and acceptable (laughs) behavior. It's not. Please don't do that to the next person that you date. I wish you well, and I hope all is well with your gastrointestinal system ever. Beautiful. Perfect way to end it. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, gay wads, <laughs> we hope that you have a great day. Um, and honestly, if you're in a situation like this, yeah, no we shame. Get it. We get it. It's embarrassing, but it is what it is. Um Again, uh, thank you so much for everyone joining the Discord. If you're in our Patreon, um, didn't realize it was hard to find the link. So I added a separate post. So you can just click and join and chat. Want to thank everyone who supported us and all of our listeners across the world. Um, I'm Ever Maynard. I'm Allie Clayton. Stay gay. Y'all are gay. Hey y'all, hey y'all, the tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay, it's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay. Of learning new languages with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. It's babble time. Y'all know I have learning disabilities. I'm dyslexic and have ADHD. And I love that with Babbel, you can go at your own pace. And each convenient course is only 10 minutes. 10 minutes a day, y'all. That's all it takes to learn a new language. And with Babbel, you can learn everything you need, like how to have real-world conversations, from vocabulary words to basic phrases to culture. Like, y'all could hang with Babbel. Plus, what I really like is that Babbel has speech recognition technology that I think some of our more Southern listeners will love because it helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Everybody knows my accent's thicker than a nine and a quarter hot dog on a summer night. And Babbel actually understands me, y'all. One thing I really love about Babbel is the content I'm learning is personalized. I get real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations that help me stay focused and motivated. That's why 15 hours of Babbel is equal to one university semester. Y'all, that's the most university I've done. Y'all, it is 2024, and it's time to be the best you with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash y'all gay. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash y'all gay, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash y'all gay. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.